0: I notice quite many people don't go for other interviews and yeah. they they just they just uh, say like okay I want to pay raise they go and talk to their boss uh, because they say hey my friend getting this salary ah, uh. and I think that that's, that's not very smart you know I I no. think one of the things that you should really do is that if you think you deserve more go around and get an interview first Hi I'm Mr Money and you're listening to the Real Money Show the podcast where we talk about how to make more money, how to manage money, how to invest money, and more. Join us as we interview our guests and explore different ways to make the most of our money in the real world. Welcome to the show. Ever wonder how can you double your income quickly? Joining us today is Ivan Lim, the founder of Hosek Gourmet Snacks, as he shares his experience of how he managed to double his income in a short period of time through creating multiple streams of income. We have our familiar guest Ivan from Hosek and he has a really interesting story that he shared with us the last time and tonight he's here back with us and we are going to talk about how to double your income right yeah uh many of you guys tried to dig his brain there the last time I tried to pick it pick his brain you know try to see like how to actually get motivated and stuff like that and it became a podcast as well mm. and we put it up on Spotify quite many people downloaded that having said that we have more than 500 downloads of our spot podcast already wow yeah amazing <laughs> and Ivan uh maybe some of the people here haven't watched uh, your show before. Right. Uh, would you like to just introduce yourself a little bit? Share with people like, uh, what was your journey like mm. from from once you first started working to how mm. do you start up Holsik?
1: All right, okay. So uh, good evening, everyone. So my name is Ivan. I currently run a company called Holsik Homemade Snacks. So we sell, we create salted egg snacks. Um, so yeah, a bit. On a very high level of my journey, I was a corporate guy, 9 to 8 p.m. <laughs> 9 to 8? Yeah, 11 worked, hours, uh. Yeah, I worked in a bank and I started a side hustle called sick. And I basically used a thousand ringgit and I made a million.
0: Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. The last I counted for you, the amount of snacks that you sold is actually two million, right? That's what I did, you know. <laughs> so I did this one thing when he told me when he told me like uh he started at one thousand, then what I did is that on his page, actually he he said he did one page uh you know like uh <laughs> celebrating that they sold their how many pets then I go and calculate <laughs> how much per pack, you pack this? <laughs> wow. and how many packs it's
1: all. Wow.
0: It's an open secret. Mm, See, so you put it up there <laughs>
1: Whatever you want to believe. <laughs> la.
0: <laughs> so, but, but nonetheless, uh, yeah. those are revenue, la, yes, right? Yes, uh? yes. Uh, and, and it's really amazing. How old
1: are you, firstly? I am 28 this year.
0: You're 28 this year? Yeah. And you already made more money than many people ever made in their life, even at maybe at 40 or 50. (laughs) So Uh, so think about it this way, right? Uh, For most people, if you are making about like four to five thousand ringgit uh, per month, right? And if you maintain at the same rate all the way until you're 40 years old, it means that you make about 60,000 a year, 60,000 times 10 years, that's 600,000. Yes. Yeah. And only by 20 years, you will make 1.2 million. Mm. And if let's say by revenue, uh Hosek has made assuming two two million, right? You have made forty years of revenue of how people would have normally made. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's really, really amazing because I think today we are living in a world where many of us are not like our parents time. Mm. You know how our parents always is uh you know just get a job. Settle, ready, steady, and then you retire comfortably. Right. I was having a conversation with my mom just yesterday Uh, mm. yesterday was uh, the solstice festival for Chinese people, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I brought her out for dinner and we were chatting about properties and she was telling me that cause I was telling her about, I'm getting the key to the house in Mont Chiara soon, mm. uh, And she was like, Oh, how much is the interest? So I told her like the interest is about 3%. Yeah. And she was, what, wow, 3% so low? Mm. She's like, well, last time, uh, when we bought the house, uh, the interest rate was 8, 9%. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, mom. Your mm. FD was 12%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was like, less than what? Two? <laughs>
0: correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. So one thing we do see is that our parents are able to just normally work for people yeah right and they are able to just save their money in fd and in the end they can have a very comfortable retirement yeah. but unlike us today mm. it, it is a whole different thing right
1: yeah i think we live in a different generation right now yeah. um as our parents so our parents used to work to put food on the table yeah like right now for us we can put food on the table right mm. money is in abundance it's about what kind of food you want to put on the table. That's, what That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah,
0: totally agree with that. Yeah. And having said that, right? Uh, when you're watching Mr. Money TV, I believe you guys are not watching this show because you simply um, just want to learn about money. Mm. You, you want to improve your quality of life. Yeah. And having said that, how many of you guys here who are watching this right now are hoping that you can double your income. If you're one of those people who want to double your income, do us a very simple favor. Just write down there, double your income in the comment and hit the like button and the share button. Because tonight will be a discussion between me and Ivan, and we're going to talk about how to double your income. Mm. And hopefully we can help you double your income in the shortest period of time. Now, so hit the like button, hit the share button and write double income in the comment. Having said that, right, uh, let's go to the part about doubling income. Mm. Ivan, mm. how long did it took for you to double your income? Hmm. You first started working at...
1: So I, I think I first started working at 25, 26, my official job mm. uh, okay. in the corporate world. Um, I was having a starting salary of 3.5. I mean, mm-hmm. I just tell you all because uh, it's a yeah. management, uh, management trainee salary yeah. plus bonus. Plus, minus, I think I had within two years, two and a half years, I actually, in fact, my corporate income also, I, within the bank itself, I managed to double. So oh, somehow, wow. With, with the bonuses. And wow, all, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but how
0: long did it take, like, from oh, your first pay 3005 and by what age did your income double?
1: Um, I think I leveraged a lot on my... Side hustles, side hustles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. My, to be honest, my case is a bit special. I would say because I've been working even before I <laughs> yeah. I graduated. Uh I was earning whatever I earn in the corporate world with my side hustles also. Wow.
0: So yeah. at the moment, you got your first full time job. Mm. You already double your income, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I intentionally say that, or I I or maybe I intentionally say that I have to match my full-time job. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Right, maybe it's just right. a competition within myself. And I say that if I earn, let's say, 3000 I need to earn $6,000. Right. Yeah, right. Like in my bank, I need to have $6,000. Right. right. That has always been my mentality. Wow.
0: Yeah. So having said that, right, uh, for some of the people here who are watching this show, maybe you are just like Ivan, You before you even get your first full-time job, you already had uh, some part-time income going on. And and that was the same case as Ivan, right? Mm. Uh, because during his school days, he was already trying to build many different car side hustles and by the time he graduated and looked for a full-time job the full-time job helped him to double his income mm. but for some of us here uh if you are like me right uh, when i first graduated i had no part-time income at all mm. <laughs> 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 uh, once in a while i should uh shoot photography for my friends and i would yeah. get like a few hundred ringgit lah. yeah uh, but yeah there's nothing
1: i think that's and the case for most people yeah also. yeah it's yeah. the
0: case for most people right and so that first leg of it for me when I first started working, I got two thousand five hundred ringgit as my first uh, income. I still remember I was a management trainee as well. Mm. Uh, how did I double it was uh, I decided to just quit that job because I feel that uh, being a back-end kind of job will not help me to double my income fast. So mm. I went to sales mm. and I did insurance sales. Mm. And within two years, yep. I doubled my income. But uh-huh. I was only focusing on one job, right? Which mm. is insurance sales. Mm. Yeah. So in two years my income went double. Um now then there's the next part of it after we got our first full-time job. So mm. that's where you got into the normal working life, right? You're yep. already at 6K, right? Uh my I starting. mean like yeah you're starting including your part time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Around there I would yeah. say.
0: So how did you double your first let's talk about career first. Okay. How did you double up your working income, like your full-time job with Maybank, oh, yeah. how did you got to the place that you are able to double that income yeah. and get raises fast?
1: Mm. Okay, that's a very good question. Um, okay, so in corporate, I would say there's a corporate structure. So sometimes it might be a bit hard to negotiate. Yep. So you have to, whether you like it or not, you have to outperform everyone. That's right. Right? That's right. If you stay at your comfort level and you know, you clock in and you, you yourself don't grow, like you yourself don't learn, mm um you can never don't expect money to come to you wow yeah. yeah so i think i think like like the the fact i was very intentional every day to learn new things like mentioned training i had a lot of space to to learn mm-hmm. i landed a very good position um in the bank and yeah with my bonuses and all it, i think within less than three years my income was doubled wow yeah, yeah well, now that, that i is, think about it
0: that is very very fast
1: yeah that is very fast. Yeah. So work extremely hard and smart. That's that's what I would think. And be intentional. Be intentional to grow mm. Within whatever your uh like whatever you're doing, you must be good at what you're doing. Mm, mm. Yeah. It doesn't just come like like oh I want to be rich and then I want to double my income and then it comes. But it's a day uh day by day process. And you know like how uh the book Atomic Habits. Yeah. Say be one percent better every single day. Yeah, yeah. So I I think I kept that, uh, written, uh, somewhere in in my in my head or in my book, and then I say, oh, what's one thing that I can learn today? Okay. Mm, so mm. that's always one thing that I keep in my mind, whether it's in my work, whether it's in my personal life, and somehow if you in a short time frame you won't be able to see the the improvement, but one percent compounded daily. Yes. It's how many times I forgot what's the, what's At the, the end multiple? of one
0: year is thirty seven percent if I'm not wrong. <laughs>
1: 37, times. <laughs> Thirty-seven times. Thirty-seven, yeah, 37 yeah. times, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, that that was I think how I double my income in the corporate world itself.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah. Having said that, right, uh, I, I think um here is where I, I wanna ask you those of you who are watching this show right now, right? How many of you here who are watching this show right now are working in a corporate company? Uh, MNC or something like that. And how many of you guys here are actually doing your own work, like freelance or something? Now, I would love those guys who are working in corporate, please write down corporate in the comment Mm. because uh, here's where I'm going to ask some questions about the corporate side because... I'm, I'm not qualified to answer the corporate side of the question mm. because I have very limited corporate experience. I've always come out and do my own stuff, right? That's yeah, so so not <laughs> much. <like. laughs> but at least you are longer years than me. La. Three years. Three years. La.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I
0: want six months. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, mm. Now, let, let's talk about this part, right? Yeah. Um, I think usually when I talk to many people, many people try to grow in their corporate career. Mm. But there's always this problem about number one, even if they work very hard, it seems like it just goes unnoticed by their bosses. Mm. Like right, mm. it seems like it just goes unnoticed. Yep. Their bosses end up promoting the guy who uh sucker up to them, you know, or something like that. But instead, if you are the guy who actually just do the hard work, they feel like oh, you know, I've been doing so much work, but my 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 uh colleagues or oh, who suck up to my boss get promoted, not me. You know, yeah. they they have this kind of complaint, right? Yeah. If you heard of this kind of complaint or you are someone like that, you know, please write down there in the comment, like com uh just write sucker, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. And so one question to ask you, Ivan. How do you actually deal with that? Like mm. to work hard and at the same time making your hard work be taken notice mm. while at the same time, right? Not in a manner that's like you're trying to show off yeah. or or like you know being a you know a joker who try to just steal credit mm. or something like that. Yeah. So how do you balance between that? How do you actually make your hard work known and make your boss notice that part of your hard work and appreciate you for it?
1: Mm good question <laughs> I think the reality is in the corporate world you have to be a sucker in some sense or another but never throw away your values lah. That's, that's a very good one yeah because um, okay maybe I should rephrase about hard work hard work itself won't get you to double your income right because hard work you have to somehow work smart are, your soft skills have to be good also like, mm. like I think what helped me a lot was um simple things like when my boss asked me, Hey, you want to take out this challenge of presenting to like the management and all, I was scared as heck, man. And <laughs> I was super underqualified to do it. But I just did it because she she knew that I could talk. Mm, mm. And she gave me the opportunity. So sometimes I think luck comes into play also. Yep. And if you don't grab that opportunity, a lot a lot of people say, Oh, I'm very scared, like, I'm very scared. Uh, this one is for, you know, the manager level and all. But sometimes I have this mantra of, just do it. (laughs) I took the opportunity that I remember, I practiced at home in the mirror, like the whole night. I was like, oh shit, man. It's like, how to present to the CEO? The next day, I have no idea. It was actually the main product. (laughs) I didn't even know what was the product, but I just took it up. So I like to challenge myself to be better every single day. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I think sometimes luck do play a, yeah. a, a very big role. Also, but never, in, in the corporate world, it's a dog-eat-dog world. Ah. I have, I would say I have people who are backstabbing each other yeah. uh, every single day, even your, your closest colleagues yeah, yeah, uh, in your right. team. Because everyone wants to impress a boss. At the end of the day, your salary is dependent on someone. Mm. And your, your KPI and all is all evaluated by the boss. Mm. So if the boss thinks... That you're crap, then you're crap, then you will not get a That's right. That's the reality. That's the harsh, harsh reality. Mm. Um, but I think if you keep backstabbing people, eventually, your yeah, whatever you do, your bad motives will be revealed. Will be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. So it it depends what kind of person you want to be. Uh. Yeah. That's why I think la. Yeah. Yeah. So that. Maybe I, I also got tired of the, the toxicity in, <laughs> in the corporate world. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't survive long enough also to <laughs> tell a good story. Lah, sorry. Lah. <laughs> but, but that's good. Right?
0: Uh, I, I like the part that you say, um, to a certain extent, you're also going to learn to suckle up. Yeah. But don't throw your values away. Yes, I, yeah. I like that part because I, I think at the end of the day, let's not say whether corporate or not, mm. even if you run your own business. Yeah. You got to learn to have good soft skills. Correct. No one is going to give business to a guy
1: who doesn't know how to talk. Yeah, it's all about relationship. Yes, the it's all about relationship. Your network is your net worth.
0: That's right, yeah. Correct. Not everyone is a Mark Zuckerberg who created a product and go yeah. unknown and whatnot. If you're a programmer, you may have this kind of advantage. But if you're not, m- maybe you, you just don't have like me. You know, we are in content creation and all. Yeah. yeah uh, it all comes down to, do you know how to deal with people? But at the same time, keeping those values so people know that you're genuine. Mm, mm, right? Yep. And when you can do that, then your hard work will be made known. Mm, yeah. Mm. But if you don't, you will be forever just sitting down there doing the hard work and someone else just comes and take that away from you. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta challenge yourself to be uncomfortable, to yeah. to go out and to approach your bosses, go and talk to them. Mm. You, you don't need to like really suck up kaw la. Yeah, but yeah. at least, you know, have a relationship.
1: Yes, yes. Right. So you need to have a relationship with the boss and, you know, hey, you know, what can I improve? O- always ask the boss, how can you be better? Mm. Uh, I think, and come, come at it at a very genuine intention. Mm, uh, mm, not mm. to, hey, uh, I, I need to get a raise, I want to get a bonus, and I don't want the other fellow to get the bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think when you come with that intention, then you have to question yourself about your own values. Do I want to leave this earth? And on my tombstone, being known as this backstabber. <laughs> I ask myself that daily, right? What do I want to be known as when I die? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think this kind of mindset would it, it helps me to live a life that is, hey, you know, sometimes like okay la, this guy wanna backstab me. It's okay, I hurt a bit la, But at the end of the day, like, what do I want to be known for? Mm, uh, mm. Do I backstab him back or not? That's right. Mm, that's I, right. I, I don't think I want to because. Uh, it doesn't make me the bigger person. Mm. Yeah, yeah. True,
0: true. Yeah, I think that's very true. When when you start off with the intention of the end in mind, mm. knowing what kind of character you want to be, mm. then as as your character is made known, people actually see that, right? Yeah, and and that's where you are able to bring value to people. Mm. Yeah, and I think that that is something great. Yep. Now, having said that, right? Mm. How do you actually negotiate? For a pay raise or Mm. a better pay, is there any steps that specifically uh, you took, or is there any tips that you can offer people? (laughs) Now, uh, those of you are watching here right now, I think this is definitely one of the juice right of the thing: how to actually negotiate for a higher pay raise. Because definitely we are going to talk about uh, how to do business and all that kind of stuff. But for some of you, maybe business is just never going to be your thing, and for you probably
2: might be just a corporate. Yeah, Yeah.
0: quickest way is to negotiate for a better pay. So. If you would love to know that, how to negotiate for a better play, please write there and negotiate in the comment, right? Yeah, and Ivan, is there <sighs> any specific steps that you do to negotiate for a better pay?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, first off, before, before he revealed to you, right, why not you guys do this one thing? Hit the like button of the video, and number two, go to Whole6Page on Facebook, and uh. go and like Hosek as well, alright?
1: Uh, like 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 my Instagram page <laughs> as well. Uh. That's what I, I want like to view. His- <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, go and like Ivan Lim's uh, yeah. uh Instagram page. Yeah. yeah. What's the what's the handle? You want to tell them, uh. I uh, hope you type. Like, I- you can type here, type here. Okay. Type in the comment. Get them to like it first.
1: Like, eh? Hey.
0: Uh, ah, okay, wait lah. Uh. Here.
1: Ivan Lim H. So you are
0: better, uh, better go and like uh, Ivan's uh, <laughs> Instagram, okay? Make him a social influencer. Uh, <laughs> He's going to show you a lot of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: see, see me half naked every yeah, day. <laughs> I,
0: see, I see your Instagram, I'm very inspired, you know. So now yeah. I started working out. Already. Wow. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So uh, what is the step that you took to mm. help you to negotiate for Better Pay?
1: Yeah, so I think number one is to know your value first. Like you yourself can't, can't go in there and then just say that, hey, I want, uh, like if let's say I have a 3K salary right now, I've I heard stories about colleagues that say, hey, boss, uh, I want 5K. But the thing <laughs> is, you need to know what values you have that you can add to the company first before you can even ask for a raise. So I think it's number one is self-awareness. Yeah, So knowing that I have this certain skill set, that I can add value to the company, um, and I know the market rate is around this this pricing. Uh, I I think that will be the step two uh, Knowing research and to know how much is the market rate paying for this kind of role. Mm. Yeah. So I before I even asked for a pay raise, I remember when I graduated from my management training program, um, I actually went and research around like for for my role, um, how much are they paying. So, yeah, it was around that certain amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, um, yeah, initially, if we followed corporate structure in, in the bank, it's around like, I can't remember what was uh, the 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 raise, maybe like 10% a year or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe less than that. 10% is quite a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I think it was 10% at a very junior level. La. Yeah, so um, I researched. In fact, I... It's because I also leveraged on an offer that I had from another company. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it was on a in a management consultant com- company. Mm. So I had I had a deal also. So I know how much I'm worth mm. and how much people are willing to pay me. Right. Uh, and then number three is you ask. Oh. Mm, uh, mm. And you ask, you have to always uh know that there is a very high chance that they will say no. Mm. Uh so I think a lot of people what stop people from asking is they are scared that they'll get rejected Mm. so you come in the mentality is there's nothing to lose everything to gain yeah right what's the what's the what's the worst that can happen
0: stay back in the job
1: yeah stay back at your current salary they still pay you you still get a salary yeah you won't lose your job that's right That's. there's nothing to lose there yeah so the most also you'll get a very good feedback from your boss okay uh and also yeah, like just reflect on on whoever, whether it's HR, whether it's your boss that gave you that that feedback. So I remember I heard this story about this colleague that, that went in and said, hey, I want I want 6K salary. His current salary, I think it's like three, four, like some, something okay. around there. So he wanted a, a very high salary. Six K. Yeah, 6K something right, like okay. that. Yeah. It was quite a big jump. Uh then the boss like looked at him. Uh no. <laughs> like, we won't give you. Then he said, Oh, but there's this other company that that's offering me this this amount but no no solid proof and all la mm, then mm. the boss say okay la, you go la mm, uh, case. Uh, so that's the worst that can happen mm. actually that's the worst that can happen. but if you know your value someone else offer you 6k why you want to stay in this company yeah yeah right? that's i true. would rather go and jump ship because never sell your soul to a company that's what i believe uh, unless it's your own business that's right yeah that's never right. ever sell your soul to a company because oh you will always be under someone's Mm. shadow per se. That's uh. true, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. I I will only stay in a company for growth, not so much for the money, unless Mm. they pay me a lot, a lot of money. That's right. And I get to grow at the same time. That's right. And it helps me achieve my own personal financial goals. That's right, that's right.
0: Yeah, I think that's very true. I think the first thing uh, that what you say was very true. You don't go negotiating for something when you don't even know what kind of value you can offer. Mm. Yeah, the first question is you got to ask yourself what you can do to help the guy to achieve something first. Yeah, if you can solve problem for the other person, then you talk about how much you want, Mm. right? And Mm. one thing you did very well, I think the fact that uh, you actually also went for other interviews. That's Mm. why you got offered letter, right? So I, I noticed quite many people don't go for other interviews. They, yeah. they just, they just uh, say like, okay, I want to pay raise.
1: they go and talk to your boss. Uh, because they say, hey, my
0: friend getting this salary. Ah, uh. And I think that that's, that's not very smart. You know. I, I no. think one of the things that you should really do is that if you think you deserve more, go around and get an interview first.
1: Yeah. In fact, I had this conversation with a friend. She's getting paid quite high, probably like in the five figures or so. And she told me this, you know, she said, even if you don't have a job, right? Uh, or even if you're self-employed, just go for interviews. Have a yearly interview with five companies and then know your value. That's how yes. you get a feedback on how much you're actually worth in the market. Like let's say if we are working in Malaysia, go apply. Let's say for me, uh, I'm interested in digital or tech. So maybe I apply for five companies. I know actually during MCO, I had uh, a couple of interviews. So they were offering, I know was between maybe 15 to 20. Uh, so... um. Yeah, I, I know that is around Correct. my my range that I can if you go back on uh, work uh, uh, if I go back to, yeah. to work, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Mm. Yeah. And and actually what I noticed that now having said that, right, I think back many of my friends who actually get promoted very fast and do very well every year they have interviews and right? mm. mm. whether they change job or not, uh, they still they still go for interview and you know yeah, yeah. and they will get offer letter. Correct. And so every time when I meet this group of friends of mine, right, who are doing very, very well in their career. Um like we are talking about 28, 29 years old taking on regional managerial mm. role, right? And every time I meet them, uh, it is I just got headhunted. Mm. I went for an interview, but I rejected them. I choose to stay in my company. Hi, hopefully my boss appreciates that. Yes. Is this kind of yeah. yeah? Yeah. And so the thing is that don't just talk. Go. Go and interview us. Go and interview yeah, yeah. I think if you get an offer letter in your hand, uh, that you paper
1: are, is worth a lot.
0: Yeah, and you'll be so much more confident when you talk to your bosses, correct. right? Like, hey, I'm worth this much. I'm yep. not talking any. It's people giving me offer like that. Correct, correct. Right? Now 100%. the question is just, I want to I want to stay.
1: Correct. <laughs> yeah, then at least you can bring that paper and say, hey, you know, I love working with you all. Okay, never ever go in and say that, hey, you don't offer me, I, I chow. So you always mm-hmm. go in with a very good intention and say that, hey, you know, as much as I love this company, you don't love also you say you love la <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah, As much as I love this company, you know, there's someone offering me better. If you want to stay, then you say that, hey, can you at least match or, you know, give yeah. me some benefits that match this yeah. this amount of pay. That's Otherwise, right. you know, I have my own personal goals. Like I said, never sell your soul to the company, mm, right? Mm. Always strive for growth when you're working for someone. That's the angle. goal. Mm. Uh, so, um, yeah, at least you, you know that I got this, whether the boss want to offer you then it's up your decision whether you want to leave or not mm, that's mm. that's why I, I believe la. yeah but 100 percent agree with you all these people who you know get high high paid salary in fact i went for a lot of interviews also. Mm. yeah even when like right now i i'm running my own business but at that time i itchy backside la. you know <laughs> mco nothing to do right then suddenly uh people started messaging me on like linkedin and all <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, all this head hunter because okay so when i was in the bank i was having uh, a digital product um analyst or manager role i think it's called digital product specialist mm, mm. yeah so it's a very hot role per se mm. in the tech industry because we copy all these corporates are like, copying all these uh, silicon valley kind of roles mm. the the name lah yeah so i had a lot of opportunities um so people were were just calling me hey you interested or not to to head like this this uh particular um segment in in our corporate in our company, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I was like, okay la, there's really nothing to lose. Also, so you talk one hour, you know what's happening in the industry, uh. So I I can't remember how many interviews I did. The thing is, I I liked it also because I was at home. I don't have to travel anywhere. <laughs> so I talk only I, I like to talk also. <laughs> uh. Then I know that how much I'm worth. Then I ask them, hey, how much are you offering? in the worst case scenario, because this year, you know, I, when you run a business, everything is very uncertain. So I even had, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had thoughts of going back to corporate, Mm. if it's a high paying job.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, and yeah, I, I, I kind of figured out like how much I could get if, if really all else fails. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: very good. Yeah, so as you can see, right? Uh, when when you are do well in life, uh, I notice that people who are doing very well, like Ivan, like that, uh, they really know what they are thinking. Right? Not not <laughs> chin chai mind mind, you know. They already got a plan, and if this doesn't work, what's gonna go next? Mm, mm. They know and understand their value very very well, and I think this is something that uh, as you go on in life, you know, you need to really understand this part. Mm. And one of the best way if you are working in the corporate world is actually to go for interviews. Yep. The more interview you go for, the more you know your value. Yes. Now I personally haven't gone for interview for super super long time. Maybe yeah. I should start.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're but you're a big boss. Don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe I should go for. I should start going for interview. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone working in HR here? Uh, you can send me a message on LinkedIn.
1: You want to build content? <laughs> ah, we got a content guy. Now still cheap, huh? No, still cheap the hire. <laughs>
0: <But, laughs> so, uh, maybe high paying enough. I may go, oh. <laughs> oh
1: bring all of us there too. Bring the team.
0: Well, <laughs> <No>, uh, <laughs> jokes aside, jokes aside. No, so we we talked about how to double your income as 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 a guy who's earning a salary. Then you have also completed the full cycle, mm. went all the way to to business as well. And one thing that we always talk about here in in this channel is we know doubling your income when it comes to career is not that easy. It will mm. not be a one-year story. Yep. It, it usually takes years, mm. right? Two years, three years, five years, mm. right? Mm. And But one thing that's definitely in your control is income. Mm. Now, while, while salary is not really in your control, income is in your control because mm. you can always do part-time, right? Yep. You can always do other things to actually increase your income. Yep. Now, how did you actually approach that side? of your life right to Mm. continuously do part-time because at the moment you started working with Maybank it it was a very busy life you work Mm. from nine to eight Mm. for most people they will be like oh crap such a long hours I think I better sleep well weekend I go dating You know something like that right but what what was it like for you to to still spend the extra time to think about business and and did you continue on with the same businesses that you already had uh, mm. when you go into working in Maybank or you had to give up some of it and then re-pick
1: up? Yeah. What
0: was it like for you?
1: Yeah okay uh, maybe to fill in the gap or so. So before I started wholesale, so when I was in the bank in fact I told myself that I don't want to start any businesses because I want to climb the corporate ladder. Um. Yeah. I, I was good in my studies so corporate was a natural way for me to excel in a way that explains why
0: i left corporate because my study uh, no, not, not so good, not good right?
1: <laughs> yeah I, I'm, a, I'm a engineer who got like number one in my whole uni so i i, I was i was good with my studies um yeah i'm very good numbers also i would say mm-hmm. so actually uh during the weekends i know that i can't survive 3500 in kl and still have a comfortable lifestyle, comfortable mm. la. I mean, mine is rather comfortable is, uh, because you know I still stay in my parents. Uh, nothing much I, I have to worry. It's more of growing my bank account. So I have always been uh wanting to grow my my bank account to a million. That 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 was the 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 first milestone la. Mm. Um. So, but be in the corporate world with my 3-5 salary, how, I can never achieve that amount. That's right. Just yeah. now we did the math, right? by maybe 40 years old, and you probably,
0: you got 1.2 million.
1: Right? Maybe. If yeah, I maybe. don't this spend. Yeah,
0: that's you save 100% everything's a more.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, I was actually still tutoring. So, as of now, actually, I've been tutoring uh, high school kids uh, for the past 10 years. And tutoring, to me, was my strength. So, I recognized my strength. Yeah. So, I... I've always taught my friends, like in college, in uni, and all, uh, math, mathematics, numbers related subjects. Mm. So I knew that I had a certain strength to teach people. So I leveraged on my strength and used that skill to earn some money. Wow. Yeah. So I've actually, in in fact, even until now, I'm still doing it right now uh, because tutoring is what I identified as something that I could. Double my income also mm. on top of my uh, full time corporate salary. Mm. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Wow. So basically, you have been tutoring ever since. Yes. Right. And the first thing you did is to actually identify that strength of yours. Mm, mm. And then after that, use that to monetize it. Yeah. I right? think I
1: was lucky enough to identify it at an early age or so uh, that I actually enjoy. I didn't feel, I, until now, so I don't feel like it's worked for me like enjoy actually imparting knowledge to people. Mm, mm. And when people get it and they get the result that they want, you know, and the parents say, hey, thank you for, um, you know, teaching my kids. And over the years, they say, hey, you know, you've played a big part in, in their life during that time. Because it's not just helping get them get the, the, the A's. Mm. For me, how I see it is helping them go through that season of their life where they are maybe struggling with a lot of different right. issues or so. Yeah so I I feel like maybe I identified that. So I I'm always reflecting about my life. Uh, I, I think I spent a lot of time reflecting and being self-aware. Right. Yeah so I somehow identified that early when I think after college and I continued doing on because I actually enjoyed it. I didn't it wasn't so primarily for the money but the money came and it was until now also like like it's good money tutoring. Mm. I would I would yeah, say it yeah. is bad money. Yeah. yeah. But if you were I also asked myself if I were to take money completely out of the, the equation, will I still be doing it? Probably yes, if I have a certain amount of money in my bank. Mm. Because I still have my own financial goals. That's right. right? That's I only right. work like a few years. That's right. Yeah. I was just lucky to build a business that yeah. hit a million. Yeah. So so I, I still need money to survive and to, you know, maybe one day I want to get married and all. I need money. That's the reality. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So just identifying what I'm good at, and then, you know, whatever time you have, everyone got, every, everyone is, is, is fair. Everyone got 24 hours one that's day. Right. That's How right. How you use that 24 hours, it's, it's up to you. Mm. Uh, whether you want to use that hours to earn more money, maybe I've even heard like friends who, after work, go become grab driver and all. Yeah. You can choose, like just now, what you said, you can choose to go home. Or go lay part yeah, with your friends that's right. or go spend money on fine dining and all, or you can take that time to maybe learn investing. That's right. Right? Yeah. Use your three thousand salary and learn how to grow it at an yeah. exponential rate. That's right. Right? Because you first have to recognize that a corporate salary, especially in this climate right now, three thousand, three thousand, five, four thousand is considered the entry level salary and we will never be rich. Mm. with that amount. That's right. So what are you going yeah. to do about it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think one thing you said was very, very true. You see, the there's actually commonality between you and Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg, which is all of us have 24 hours. Yes. Yeah, no one is given 25th hour. Everyone mm. is 24 hours. Yeah. The only difference between you and them, or me and you, or me and him, or me and anyone else, is how I use my 24 hours. Correct. Some people will choose to sleep less. Mm. Some people will choose to sleep more. Some people will choose to use those extra time to play. Yep. Some people will not spend an extra hour to play and just work hard and study and, and learn something, right? And, yeah. and that is the difference between someone who's successful and someone who's not mm. very often. Mm. yeah. And yes, some of us are being forced to use those time to do uh, extra things. Like maybe you are, you are staying very, very far from work, so mm. therefore you are spending extra two hours to travel. Yep. But having said that... You could listen to podcasts yes, during exactly. those time because yeah. I think these days it is getting easier and easier for you to use your time fruitfully. Mm, Last time, agree. no, yeah. like maybe you're traveling, you you can only listen to radio station, correct? And if the radio station is bad quality, is bad, yeah, right? Yeah. But today you can listen to Spotify, you can listen to podcasts, you can yeah. learn something along the way, yeah, right? Uh, there, there's so many, so many things that you can do, and even if you say that like. Hey, I I can't go to a school and learn. These days, you can even take a whole MBA from home.
1: Yeah, man. Even <laughs> inziat MBA got correct. Got correct. online course, yeah, right? Yeah, do it online.
0: Yeah, and there's so many things that you can do through internet today. Mm. Yeah, just just like for example, tonight you you can either go party or you can watch this show, right? Mm, mm. Oh no, no party. I'm so sorry.
1: Mm. Yeah, now <laughs> 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 yeah, Zook Club is <laughs> closed lah. and
0: and talking about that, right? Yeah, it is. It is, at the end of the day, discovering also what are you already good at. I, I think mm. that's something that uh, every successful people or everyone who, who achieves something in life are very good at. They identify what they are good at. Mm. They know what's their strength. They know what's their weakness. Mm. And they spend their time to make their strength even better. Yes. And to monetize on it. Yep. Right? Um, I, I still recall when I was much younger, I wish I had a better strategic mind. Mm. You know when I was young, right, I always tell myself like how I wish I can be like my friends like that, mm. who's very good with mathematics, very, very good with uh, those uh logic and physics and then they can be uh, strategy guys. You, you know, I, I suck and play ch- playing chess and <laughs> I, I lost all the time. I can't even go past rate alert level two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I I was just really, really bad with strategy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I wanted to be a consultant. Mm, mm. When I was younger, I wanted to be a strategic consultant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you got to be good at details. Correct. And that was the part that, that, I'm, that I'm very, very bad at. Yeah. And But I know that I was very good at talking. Mm. I know how to mm. tell a story. I know how to, uh, to simplify things for people. Yeah. But I'm not very good in inventing. Right,
1: right. Uh,
0: but I'm good in translating things into a simple manner for people Mm. and I hated that strength of mind. Mm. (laughs) I hated it. Mm. I feel like it's so lousy, you know? It's like, it's so secondhand, so unoriginal. Yeah, yeah. but it came to a point one day when I was uh, working, I told myself the same thing like, look, I'm never going to be a millionaire if I'm going to continue working. So what am I going to do well in is something that I'm already pretty well doing Mm. and I'm just going to make it even better. And what am I good at? I'm good at talking i'm good at simplifying things i'm good at educating and i chose the line of uh, consultative sales and i decided to go into insurance Mm -hmm. right and and that that was the thing that that helped me to grow along the way and today i i wouldn't say that i'm very bad with strategy thinking Mm. uh, because i i took my time to be good at what i'm already good at and those other strengths slowly grow together in me Yeah,
1: yeah yeah
0: and i would say ivan is the same right started off uh doing tutoring you mm. know maps and uh, all this kind of stuff and now you're looking at being an influencer with all the muscle <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, i just had to treat I, that I, want, in I want the influencer money man it's big money so you see, he
0: is, uh, he's still leveraging on his strength you know because got the muscle got the six pack <laughs> then uh, <laughs> uh time to time to go for the influencer line uh?
1: <laughs> nah, i hope lah, i hope lah, one day no, <laughs>
0: Having said that, go and like his uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> good on not? my storytelling come back one now. Good. Good. Okay, I better increase my... <laughs> oh, okay. Got some followers follow me already. Oh, some following already. Oh, uh. thanks guys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I hundred percent agree with what what you said. So I think one mistake that I did also last time I always think about my weaknesses. Mm, I keep dwelling on my weaknesses. Like, yo, how come my that friend so good, on uh in like this certain skill. I get sad, you know. Then I was like, oh, I want to be better. So I go yeah. online, find that. The thing is, if you're not interested in that subject, right, or that skill that that uh that is not of your character, yes, you'll never be good at it. Right? That's right. Uh so you have to first always ask yourself, like, what do I actually enjoy? Mm. Uh, like like for you, you say you like to, to share with people, you like to to talk, you like to do, and sales was what you did when you were mm. insurance, right? And you yeah. did well in that. Yeah. Like for me also, I would say that. Uh, I was very good in strategy actually. Mm. So that's why I chose like the whole management consultant. Uh, in fact, in in the bank also I was doing strategy work, and for me sales because I like to talk. Like <laughs> among all my friends, they will say, oh, Ivan is the last person to be like an introvert la. <laughs> right? So I realized that I'm an extrovert. I get energy from talking to people. Yeah. So. Talking and selling, that's, where, that's why that's, I think how I actually built wholesale also is because I'm very good at selling. Mm, so mm. I actually went on, down to the ground. I didn't just hire people to sell for me, but I myself actually was selling snacks, right? Mm. Uh, and convincing people and that's where I get the feedback. And then that's where I do all the strategy work and all. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so I think identifying then uh, like weaknesses, I think I'm very bad in details. Like, small, small details. So, like, if you ask me look into, like, accounts and all, I'm terrible. I, I need someone to look into it. Yeah. Mm. And I, I tried studying things like data science and all. Wow. I think <laughs> you give me max or so two weeks. I, no interest in it. Yeah. So, um, I always thought that, you know, every, everyone said, wow, you know, computer science is like the in thing and all. The thing is, I know I can do it, but I don't enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, it's very dry for me. But yeah. I know some people, like, like I remember I keep comparing with my, this friend last time, my colleague. Uh, very nice guy. learn computer science like by himself and all and get a very high paying job. Then I wow. always tell myself, oh, yeah, I want to be like him, I want to be like him. But I realized that I actually don't like coding. That's right. That's right? right? Even though it's an in thing, yeah. it pays well, but it's not my strength and it's not something that I'm interested in.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I... I, I think I wasted a lot of time you know dwelling in that misery mm, or mm. saying that, oh I'm not good in that and then trying to learn and then giving up, trying to learn, giving mm, up. Mm. When you go through that cycle, you waste a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. Instead, uh I, I think I after uh, reading some books or so, they always say that leverage on your strengths, not on your not trying to improve your weaknesses. Yes, because you waste right. a lot of time doing that. That's right. So even like in work, um like right now in your corporate job, maybe the role, maybe I would say that the the role that you, you have right now, oh, so maybe I can share a bit of my story. Like last time, I wanted to go to the investment banking side because mm. I thought I got a lot of money there. Mm. Uh, then, you know, you you understand like finance, you understand your, your cash flow analysis, everything about the company, then yeah. about IPO and all. But I realized that even though I got that role, but I wasn't passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like it. Maybe the money, yes, you can you get big bonuses and all, then I eventually switched to the digital side because that was where I was really interested in because I listened to a lot of all these uh, startup uh, podcasts. That's how you were saying the, the Gimlet. And what yeah, startup. Gimlet, yeah. Yeah, so I, I listened to a lot. I'm very aware on the whole startup scene in America. I like the whole life of Silicon Valley, even mm. though I don't like coding, but I like startups, the, yes. the, the nature of startups And most startups are tech. Mm. Yeah, so I eventually got an opportunity to go into tech. Initially people also say, Oh, well, tech no money, la There because like you don't know, I'm very uncertain. Mm. Yeah. So I, I just jump into it because I know that I was interested in it and I can grow much more because even during my my free time, like I'm listen- I'm constantly reading about it. I'm constantly mm. um spending my time being uh, yes. growing my knowledge in that. And that's where I know, oh yes, I'm interested in that. Yeah. Don't force yourself to be good at something you don't like. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's true. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I think if there's, there's one thing, right, that we can say, if what's the one thing that you need to learn to double your income, right, is to actually learn to understand yourself, mm. what you like, what you can be good at. And I totally agree with you, you know, saying that uh, spend time to actually improve on your strength rather than improving your weakness. Yes. Because I always tell people this one thing. It takes me probably one day to tell a better story. Mm. It takes me probably one day to learn to explain a complex information, even more simpler for people. But it would take me 10 days Mm. before I can get so detailed and do a proper filing. Mm. (laughs) Mm, mm. And and even after 10 days, I won't do a better job than CK does. Mm. Yeah, uh, Yeah, those of you who remember CK, my partner, right? I won't do a better job than him even if I spend ten days improving on that, he'll yeah. still do a better job than me. Yeah. Because his nature is much more better than me when it comes to details. Right, right. Yeah. So why do I want to waste my time on that? Correct. Must as well, I work with someone mm. who can actually do that. Yeah. And and having said that, that was the same with you, right? Mm. When you first started whole mm. You started whole not even knowing how to cook, right? You were yeah, saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: So uh maybe you can share a little bit once again, right? Uh mm what was it about choosing partners to work with?
1: Mm.
0: How to actually pick partners to complement your strength mm. and how to actually build a business from there? Yeah. Because many people here who are watching this show right now, some of you are probably thinking, you want to start a side hustle. Mm. Anyone here who's watching right now, if you're thinking about starting a side hustle, please write their side hustle in the comment, right? Yeah, And probably one of the things that you're thinking is, how do I choose a partner? Yeah. How do I look for someone who's suitable to compliment me and grow this together? Or mm. do I even need a partner? Mm. Yeah. So mm. maybe it's somewhere that you can enlighten us on.
1: Mm. Mm. So I believe that choosing a partner is like a marriage, right? It's not, uh, yeah, I throw a stone, then someone who can fill the role, then uh, I'm married with that person, right? It's like yeah. you really have to know that the, you're going to journey together in this extremely hard journey called entrepreneurship. And whether you can work together with this person or mm. not. Um, yeah. So I think for me, I, I, I knew very clearly that I wanted to start this business that I have completely no idea how to run the operations, like zero knowledge. Mm. So for me, it was a no brainer to f- find someone who could fill that gap.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, before we go into that part, right, I want to ask you one thing. Mm. Uh, many people who are actually thinking about starting a start hustle, sometimes one of the first advice they get from people is this. They'll tell you, just do it yourself, don't get a partner because it's mm. very complicated, right? Yeah, you, uh, have you got this advice before? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, if you've got this advice before, just write alone because you're going to do it alone, <laughs> right? Now, <clears throat> having said that as well, sh- what are your thoughts after starting multiple businesses? Mm should you get a partner or not? Number one, mm. right? And if you should, under what circumstance that you would consider getting a partner in the business? Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: because mm. you have multiple businesses so far, yeah. some it's your alone, some you had partners, yeah. and some you're looking at venturing, has to have partners, yeah. some you probably don't even need, yeah. right? Yeah. So what? how do you actually go about with your thought process?
1: Mm. Mm. I think number one is to write write down, like, Uh the Rose. Oh I I remember this this book that I'm it's it's about oh the E E myth.
0: Oh the E myth,
1: yeah I heard about that book helped me a lot.
0: Uh
1: one of my friend who's a serial entrepreneur, he told me if there's one book that you gotta read before you jump into a startup, read this book. So I was reading things like Lean Startup and all. Mm-hmm. it didn't address small businesses because yeah, I mean, whether we like it or not, not all of us are Mark Zuckerberg who can build billion dollar businesses. Yes. Most of us are just small businesses. I built my in fact, my business is still considered as a SME, you know, a small business. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I think you have to treat, even if your company right, is one person or two person. You can draw structures, organizational structures on the different roles that you need for the company to run. Mm. The company is a system, it's an engine. Yep. Right? Every day, uh yeah, everyone has very specific roles. Uh, so I think like, like even though if it's one person running the, the company, you can write like, things like maybe sales and marketing is one role. I may be wearing all five hats right now, running a startup. That means if I really one person only. It might be sales and marketing, it might be HR, it might be, you know, the operations work. I'm the COO, I'm the C- CFO, i F O, I'm the whatever. Every Ola. Uh, see, see everything <laughs> Ola. Right? But you have to write down, be very clear on the roles first. It's not like, hey, I like you, Peter. Let's start a business. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Because a business is a business. It's That's not right. <laughs> it's not to do like for, for fun or whatever. That's right. Right? If you do for fun when when the fun ends, which it's not, most of the days are not fun, mm. right, uh, then you will get burnout. So I think writing very clearly the roles and seeing uh, if if I myself can fill all the roles, then why do I need a partner? I don't need. Mm. Uh, so, um, if I, so I, I remember reading the book and then writing it down when I, I before I think I started wholesale or maybe in the middle of it, just to be very clear because I didn't know what roles I need for the company. Mm. Um, yeah, so after I write down already, then I remember I I know that I can't cook. I want to start a, a food business, so the no brainer is to hire someone who or partner with someone who can cook lah. Mm. Uh, it's either you can hire if you got money and that that person is willing to work uh, under a salary or you partner, which is what I did. Right. Right. Uh, you sell them the dream. For me, I. I'm more of the, the sales and marketing guy, the visionary, coming out of the strategy, the branding and all. That's my strength. Mm. Zero knowledge on how to create a product because I don't know how. Mm. Yeah, so I'm very clear on, on that. So that that was for whole sake. Then things like maybe my tutoring. As of now, I don't have a very big vision yet on the different roles because I haven't sketched it out. But maybe someday I need I've always told myself that I want to duplicate myself. So maybe for me to grow to a a certain revenue and I only got twenty-four hours one day, I maybe say I need five Ivans. Mm. It might be the same role, it might be different roles. Uh or maybe my time can be spent better, you know, not doing the accounts and all. Then that's where I start finding for partners or people to fill in the roles mm, so mm. I think it's yeah, read read the book e, the E Myth. I remember that E Myth. Yeah, that yeah. that really helped me. Have a very clear structure on uh, roles in the wow, company. Wow,
0: Yeah so for those of you who are actually uh, thinking about it, please go and read the book e Yeah uh, e me uh, by
1: My- Michael Gerber. Michael Gerber, yeah that's a good one yeah. and
0: talking about partners, I think um, uh, there's this statistic that came out that says that uh, startups with a solo founder usually fail. Yeah there's more failure rate in the solo founder and we actually noticed uh, for most of the VCs, when they were to invest in a company, they don't like solo founder yep. company. Yep. They prefer a company with two or three person. Yep. Yeah. And uh, maximum five. Mm. Yeah. Five mm. is too much, too crowded yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So two or three person is good enough. And uh, that's that the same goes for me, right? Uh, when I first started, uh, last time I was younger, I always think about I should get a partner. Mm. Uh, mm. Sometimes I think I should do it alone. Yeah. But ever since I was younger, I always tell myself this thing. I cannot do everything myself. Yeah. And knowing the fact that I'm not a very detailed person, Mm. it means that I will likely do all the sales and marketing and strategy, product development and whatnot. But then when it comes to processing of the orders, Ah. invoicing and all, uh, it will probably accumulate after three months and I'll be like stuck there suddenly. Yeah, and the accounting will get stuck. So I always need someone who is more detailed
1: Mm, detailed. to help
0: me to uh, organize things and tell me exactly, look, I'll free up your time so you can think about other things. Yes, yes, yeah. And and that was how when uh, I first uh, got together with CK. That was mm. how the relationship started. Uh, mm. He was someone who was uh, more into uh, editing, and he likes editing, mm. and uh, he likes the creative part, and he likes to he likes the details of. Getting things done. Mm, yeah. And mm. I like the part of dreaming things up mm, <laughs> mm, mm. And to cook things in the air. Yeah, you know? your, your
1: head yeah. is up in the sky, CK is here. So he'll he'll
0: be telling me, Hey bro, 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 I don't understand. You tell me all the way there. Yeah. The question is how? Now I'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot to talk about the how. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'll pull me back down. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And we learn from each other as we rub, right? Uh he will tell me, then I will tell him then I'll teach him. To drink dream, dream bigger, yep. then he'll tell me to 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 come back down to earth. Okay. And along the way, at the end of this year, I realized that I became so operational oriented, I forgot to dream big again. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. And and just before, uh, just during this year itself, uh, when we did our annual NO planning, I, I met up with a friend of mine, he's actually a mentor of mine. Mm. And so he, he was like, he had to remind me of what was the real reason that I started this own thing. What's mm. the dream that I wanted to build? And yep. And he just got me into that. I uh, remember just how you were talking. You were saying that, hey, it's a little bit different, right?" What yeah, I was saying, yeah. and because uh, at the moment he got me to list down my vision once again. Mm. Like, what was it that I want to do? Yep. And when I listed down my vision, right, then I realized that, hey, there's not only one way to get there. Yep. There's multiple ways of getting there, yep. and and in fact, I'm on my way there. Mm-hmm. So why not just leverage on this and and build it even bigger to get there yep. instead of totally diverting, mm-hmm. right? And and that was that was one of the main reasons. So it got mm-hmm. me back to that place because now I have the team. We have a team to actually run this. Yeah. So I don't really need to be so uh, into all the details of yeah. stuff anymore. Yeah. I have a team to run those parts. So I can actually free myself up to move on to a further level mm-hmm. once again, right? Mm-hmm. And so having said that, talking about team, I always believe that if you can find a partner, it'll be the best thing. Yep, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be the best thing in the world. Yeah. In and, fact,
1: I I think the the equation is one plus one equals to three. Yes. According to Ray Dalio. Yes. Right? Yes. It's not one plus one equals to two. That's right. Right? Because when you have someone who can complement you, uh partners, it doesn't have to be one person, it might be multiple persons. Yes. Right? The the growth of the company can be a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. The potential is. Yeah. So I I I mean I I we are reading also that like a lot of people say, you know, at the start, you, you wear all the hats. Mm. Maybe, yes, it is necessary at the start, right? But if possible, yeah, take the advice of uh, what Peter shared about, you know, how VCs are always looking for more than at least two, two percent. Yeah, at right? least two two, two to three. Yeah, because I, I had a short stint with a VC also and I talked to this guy and he, he said he, they only invest into people who has more than one yes. person. Yeah. yeah, one yeah. person founder you show me all the revenue they'll be a bit skeptical somehow because mm. i guess of past data uh the, the chances of maybe succeeding might be very very slim and they don't want to take the the bets on on that
0: yeah, yeah, because at the end of the day, if you're, you're alone, right, there's a lot of gaps that you can't see, there's a lot of blind spots. No one yeah. is there to remind you of the blind spot. Right. Because anyone who has worked with you will be your employee. and employee mm. won't walk up to a boss and say, boss, you're not seeing the vision clearly. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? Uh. Yeah, so at least your partner will be able to tell you, hey, bro, can you come back now? Or, be All right, or either, hey, can you dream bigger? I know yeah. uh, someone will actually be there to, to, to see Things together with you, yeah, right? It
1: helps with the burnout, also, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. at least you all can share the, the, the burden of the load or the stress of the you know the, the company itself, That's the right. business. That's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. But at the start itself, yes, once you first started originally with the idea, what I'll say is this: follow what Ivan said. Don't don't go to a friend, right? And just go like say, Oh, I like you. We start a business together. Mm. I can tell you it doesn't work. On. Mm. Most of the time, right, when you see people uh, say they start a business, right? And before they even have an idea, uh, they think together with a friend first. Uh, mm. To, like, they find a friend and say, hey, look, why not we start a business together? Mm. Usually, it doesn't work, yeah. Yep. The kind that work usually is you yourself already have an idea, you're very sure, and you recruit for a partner. Yes. And you see, me and CK were not friends before this one. Mm. Before we did did Mr. Money TV, we were not friends. Yep. Like, uh, he knows who am I, I know who is he, because okay, he, he was an intern for my manager last time. Ah. So we know each other, All but right. we haven't spoke. Mm. And the, the after he graduated, the first time we spoke was, he came and then he said, hey, look, I saw Mr. Money TV, and yep. I think you may need some help. Yep. Would you like me to help you a bit? Yep. And I was like, Oh, yeah, sure, man. Come <laughs> on, I need all the help. I yeah, can, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and that was how we started talking. And mm-hmm. then after a while, when he, he stayed long enough, then I say, you know what? Uh, it's it's a very lonely journey. Yeah. It's difficult. Uh, Would you like to be a partner? You're finding
1: for a wife, la, right? Yeah, to, correct. to get yeah. married with. So it uh. seemed like, <laughs> All the dating apps, also right. First, you do know that person. Then you see it already. <laughs> then after that, you get to know him. Hey, actually, I like this person, uh, Then that's, right, that's
0: right. lah. La. <laughs> yeah. We swipe each other. Uh, you swipe each other, right? <laughs> we swipe and we came out for dinner. Mm. Yeah, that that was how it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, And and that that's how I built a lot of potential partnerships as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I think we we have to always remember this when you are looking for a partner it is always good to have, mm. but looking partner comes with risk. Yes. Yeah. And yes. you need to look for people that you can trust. I mean, yeah. I mean we have our fair share of a uh, story yep. about <laughs> uh, bad partners and so yeah. on. Right. Yeah. Uh, and one thing uh, I would say to be cautious about, maybe we can share like each one. What's one thing that we should be cautious about when looking for partner? Ah. Yeah. Because I, I personally think that to look for a good partner, there's no real good formula, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it's kinda of like getting married, lah. No right. one has, a, has in, a
1: In marriage also you still can cheat. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like uh, you want look for a wife, right? Uh, There's
0: some people two months get married, some people one year get married, some people ten years get married. We uh, still see happy marriage. Uh, but there are certain signs that we know, uh yeah. if that happens, uh, it's a bad partnership. Yep, yep. Right? So maybe you can give like one or two kind of like pointers <laughs> of what are certain things that we see is considered bad partners, right? To have. Mm-hmm. So if you see those kind of things, then you may want to avoid. Uh.
1: I think, I think you can define bad in your own ways. Yeah. Right. Uh, it it depends. If you are bad or so, then you're, you're probably fine for a bad partner, right? If your values yeah. are bad or so, right. that's right. A bad, bad person might be wanting to partner with you and the business might work out also. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> okay. So I think, I think, um, I think it's to ask yourself, like at the end of the day, what, what what is your vision and then you ask what are your values that mm. is like non-negotiable right if you find someone who values totally different from you then but they have the skill set then you have to ask mm, then can i be a partner with him or not mm. because how how i put it is things like uh okay because i grew up in a christian family right so, you know, your mother will always say, hey, find a Christian girlfriend. Mm. So, that is the values, la, the yeah, non-negotiable, right? Yeah. That's right. right. Uh, so, you get married with a Christian wife. La. Mm. Okay, But that's up to you whether you want or not. That's right. Uh, so, um, not to say that if the person not Christian, you cannot get married, it's just it might be harder because mm. the you, there are some things that, that uh, we have different wavelengths. Yeah. Uh, but finding, you want to try to avoid uh as much problems as you can mm, with a partner. Mm, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, because life really got so much problems. Why you want yeah. to go chari pasa or more? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, um I I've I started and lost some money in some businesses before. I think last time in the F and B business. Uh, wouldn't I, I don't want to bad mouth anyone and say that they are bad partners or whatever, but uh I exited with a loss of five figures when I was a student. Because I didn't see the same thing as they did. Mm, Uh, mm. So money cannot be the main motivation, I would say. Everyone wants to get rich starting a business, unless you are starting a non-profit organization. But I think generally, everyone wants to put in the effort. Number one, you have to add value to people, Mm. then the profit will come. That's right. right. But if it's all about profit, profit, for profit, you want to make your millions and billions, there are a lot of illegal ways to do it that's right, that's when, right. when your values are not right, that's right. you will do all kinds of things to yep. achieve those goals. The goals will still be met, right you'll still be a millionaire eh? mm. uh, but whether you can partner with that guy to do it, then that's another story Yeah, true yeah so yeah. I think I think it's to always question like what's your vision, your mission, and your own values mm. Uh, mm. I think these three main things would probably sum up. Uh, on a very high level uh, on choosing a partner mm. and whether they are the right ones for you.
0: Yeah, mm. I-, I totally agree with you. you no, know? like, um, it's kind of like when I mean, over the years of uh building businesses and um, working with people, I also came to learn one thing, the most important thing to actually find out, right, is what is the value that you actually have, mm. right? Um, number one, definitely. We talk about the vision. Does the person even buy your vision? Yep. If you if you have doubts at all of the person, is actually convinced of your vision, or his vision towards his buy in towards your vision has ulterior motive. Yeah, right. If you have a slightest doubt, mm. don't.
1: Yeah, just don't. Sometimes it's about your gut yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just just don't because. It's just like that. I, I think over the years, I've learned one thing, you know, like last time I always give chance, give chance, give chance, right? Maybe I'm just being, uh, being suspicious yeah. or being paranoid. But after that, I learned one thing, just don't. Because if there's doubt, hmm. let's not say whether the person is, is uh, not coming with good intention or anything, yeah. right? Your own personal doubt will already create a working problem. Correct. Correct. So it will, it will further breed. Dishonesty among one another yeah. and, and suspicion and paranoia and, yeah. and causes more working trouble. Like you Correct. say, you know, like what you say just now, life is very full of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Why you want to add on trouble to it uh, somewhere, right? Don't, don't. <laughs> so if you've got doubt, uh, just Just don't even bother. That's yeah. number one. Yeah. And number two, have a clear list of what are your values. Yep. Because at the end of the day, when you find a partner, the truth is skills are secondary. Mm. Mm. The number one thing uh, is actually values. Yep. Do both of you hold the same value? Correct. And because when you both have the same value, you will be able to trust each other. Mm. And so like, like if I have full certainty of Ivan's value, mm. I know that even if I'm not around, the kind of decision he makes will not be something that I totally disagree with. Mm-hmm. I can live with his decision. Yep. Yeah. So if I can agree with his value, then I can trust him. Mm. So that is the number one thing that you need to know. Yep. Then only talk about skill set. Because skill can always
1: learn. Can always learn. Yeah. yeah.
0: So go and list those down. I, I think one thing you, you did, definitely very, very good one was you list it down. Mm. I didn't list it down. Mm. La. Mm. And having said that, listing the roles down, listing uh, the values down yeah. uh, is very, very important. Yeah. And, and we
1: hope that that helps you as you're thinking about a side hustle to start your business. Maybe your full-time job is not giving you the amount after you know after minus your tax and all. So, um, yeah, m- you might want more. So, maybe we can tackle on how to actually accelerate that process. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah. <clears throat> maybe you can talk about that part. How to accelerate the process, right? If let's say you have an idea mm. and you're, you just do not know where to start. Right, mm, mm. so what are some of the simple ways that you can just get it quick started right mm, mm. uh or what are some helps that you need that we can actually offer or tell you about right to 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 help you get started, yeah, all right, so we have some question here um I think the first question is uh mm. Earlier, you said 3500 Uh, This is from Stephen. Huh? Mm. Earlier, you said 3500 is not enough to have a comfortable life in Clang Valley. Mm. How much do you feel is a comfortable salary living in Clang Valley? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, my comfortable and everyone's comfortable. Everyone got a different definition of comfortable, yeah. la, right? 3500 might be a lot for, you know, someone who doesn't need a lot. Uh, but it's very subjective. That's so right. I wouldn't answer, like, a, a specific amount, my comfortable might be not comfortable for you or super yeah, comfortable for that's someone. That's right, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's very subjective. I wouldn't give a value to it. Yeah. Uh,
0: I personally feel that like, as long as that amount gives you option, mm. that, that that for me is called comfort. Yeah, because at the end of the day,
1: <laughs> we, I mean, we are in a finance channel, right? And it's about achieving financial independence, mm. right? Not to, to work and slave your yes. way. So you get to enjoy life, you know, your... Short eighty to hundred years on Earth, you get to add value to this yeah. Earth, right? Yeah. And money plays a very big role. That's right. Yeah. So if you're gonna work sixty years of your life working for someone that and you don't enjoy it and not being able to achieve that financial freedom, then you have to question yourself, lah. Like, like how much? How much is it for mm. you to do whatever you want to do? Like, if I say that. You know, you tomorrow you don't have to worry about money anymore. You have to give a value to yourself. Right? Everyone's value is different because That's right. everyone's lifestyle is also different. That's right. Yeah. yeah. There might be, maybe I would want to build an empire of schools. That's right. Which requires me maybe 15 million. Yeah. But for you, you don't have that vision. That's right. So I wouldn't say that. In, that 15 million might be comfortable yeah. but 15 million might be able to to, yeah. to you know fit the few, next few generations yeah, yeah. so basically I,
0: everyone have a different
1: yeah standard to that law, correct right? Yeah.
0: all right I, I i was thinking this question is actually pretty good right from yit kyong he said that he will graduate as a civil engineer in 2025 mm. right mm. Uh, which means that he's still studying right now right but i have more passion in business interest mm. and finance related jobs mm. What is your advice? Because you were an engineer.
1: Very good. Yeah. Uh, as I was a yeah. So I was a civil engineer, exactly like like you, studying right now. Hated it, hated the feel. Uh I, I knew what I didn't like. So I didn't want to force myself to to study. Back to the identifying your, your strength and weaknesses. Mm. I know I could do it, but I asked myself, do I want to do this for the next five to ten years? I don't. Right? That that's the honest answer that I gave to myself, even though my dad was a civil engineer. Um. yeah so if you have passion just do it man you wouldn't know who knows the taste? you have to do it before you know that you're passionate about it you might think that's you're passionate true. That's true. About, about it right now but maybe you're not even maybe you're not good at business and finance I don't know you might be better at sales and marketing and that yeah It's it's, it's a constant journey of identifying your strengths that's what I would believe yeah, so just do it. Don't, don't doubt your decision, but have a plan. Like if you say that I want to go to business and finance, I mean, it sounds like you, you want to explore like banking scene and all, like yeah. what, what I did. Just do it. There's really nothing to lose. And if you're going to graduate in 2025, I think you are quite young. Take your 20s to 30s to explore. yeah Yeah, don't settle don't settle for like one job it doesn't mean that if you graduate as an engineer then you'll be an engineer forever because in this climate a degree is just a paper you throw a stone everyone got a degree
0: yeah true true i would say one thing that you can do as well right uh since you're still studying uh take this time to intern intern Uh, for companies yeah yeah take this time to explore because i i think passion is really really overrated yes and i totally agree with what ivan say you know at the end of the day you really do not know whether do you enjoy the thing until you start doing it. Mm. Like I used to think I hate sales. Mm. I hate sales. Yeah, yeah. I annoying, out, right? <laughs> Yeah, I because I wouldn't want to talk to a sales guy, man. Yeah, yeah. But when I came out and I realized that I was good in talking, and I just had to start a business. I went to insurance. Mm. I, what am I gonna do? Sales, law, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not that I love it. I hated it. Mm. But the more I do it, the the more I realized I was actually very good in explaining mm, things. Mm. And I came to learn the qualities within sales. Yep. And I got so good at it. Yeah. And today you think, what am I doing? Although I'm not selling you anything.
1: Y- you're I'm, actually selling. <laughs> I'm selling
0: you a brand, right? Yes, I'm selling right. you Mr. Money TV. I'm All selling right. you the, the whole content that we are talking about. Yeah. And I love that.
1: Yeah. Actually, I got uh, advice also. Since you say business interest, right? Why not start a business? Mm. Yeah. 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 that's That's what I did, right? Because. Maybe you might be interested in it. Maybe you might not. So start a side hustle right now. Like like for me, I, I was doing my teaching thing. I consider that as like my business uh that I've been doing for the past 10 years. I actually enjoyed it. Some people might be more well-suited for working for someone with a great vision. And that's totally fine also because it's the, the right answer is not always being your own boss. I don't believe that everyone should be a boss. Everyone has different strengths.
0: Mm, yeah, that's right. So... Just go and do something, go and give it a try. I mean, like uh like what Ivan say, this is not the, the first business he started. He started right. other things that I've failed made as well. A lot of mistakes right? and yeah. you
1: constantly understand yourself better. Oh, I I actually I, I I like this quote that I wrote wrote down recently by I think Theodore Roosevelt. Also, always the investing user and the, the best decision is making the right decision. The second best is making the wrong decision, the worst decision is not making a decision yes. at all. So if you think that you are interested in this just go and do it yeah yeah don't yeah don't don't just sit down and think and say oh maybe you know i'm doing an engineering degree right now and then can i even switch to that in this climate a degree is just a degree mm. yeah we live in a g- different generation right now
0: okay there's many questions about business what we'll do right now is that we're going to do a quick answering for every single question can, right because i think there are quite a lot uh, which yeah. is pretty good as pretty well good yeah. questions. so like for example the first one okay any advice where to search for partnership for couples? We have a dating app. Basically, I guess the question is how to start looking for people to partner with them, lah, right? Uh, yeah, uh, if they
1: own a dating app. I, I join groups like, I think all these Facebook groups, uh, Malaysia startups and all. I, I can't remember. You just type Malaysia startups. Join all the groups. I think you can find developers. You can find me. Maybe I'm actually looking into investing into startups right now. Yeah, so just go yeah. out and look. Put yourself out there. Yeah, don't don't stay in your in your cave.
0: Yep. So go and like uh Ivan's uh, Instagram and DM him. <laughs> yeah, DM me, DM me, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> All right. Uh Sun An Puan, uh my friend asked me if I'm interested to expand her business in Ipoh, should I? Uh uh
1: only you can answer that. I can't answer <laughs> that for you. Uh,
0: all right. Next one. How did you get Six started? You have no business background, the chef supplier. Any tips for people who want to do a startup without any resources? Lah? I suppose that's what it means, right? Uh, resources. Yeah. Ah. Resources is yeah.
1: free on the internet. I read a lot of books. You learn from books. You don't need an MBA to start a business. You don't need a business degree to start a business. I did zero business subjects in my entire schooling days. I learned everything from the internet. Oh, yeah. yeah, And and through experience. That's yeah. true.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I actually started business is because I remember reading many autobiographies mm. and I learned one thing. The only difference between me and them is all of us have our ideas. They just had the balls to start.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So is there a reason that I should feel working is a corporate job?
1: Is there any reason that I should feel working a corporate Kay. job?
0: Okay. Uh, clarify your question, we'll answer that again, yep. right? Yeah. So let's do a quick one jump through everything and see. Uh, Did you jump straight into creating your own business or waited until you're confident enough to drop your major source of income to start great, your formerly great
1: hustle? great question great question ah uh, very, very actually, I wanted to speak more on this today, but uh yeah, <sighs> don't leave your nine to five that's unless you have like rich parents or uh, big big bang <laughs> bank savings
0: big, or, big holes are uh, at the back
1: ah uh, <laughs> yeah i <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I actually almost hit a million in revenue before I left my job. So I wow. and I was also still scared to to jump into it because I like security. Security la per se. Because every month I know when my salary is coming in mm-hmm. in, in the bank. Yeah. So until I had a, a certain amount of savings, talk to many people, talk to many entrepreneurs and say, hey, you know, the only time that you can take the risk is right now. When you're let's say thirty-five with a family, with a wife and a kid. You are responsible for any a lot of people. Imagine if I lost everything yeah. tomorrow, right? I got zero in my bank account. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I still have a place to stay. I still have food to eat.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and that's my basic necessity. Yeah, yeah. That's so, right. um, no, I didn't jump into creating the business straight away, but I waited. But you might be sometimes the opportunity might not be there also. So. In fact, I sometimes regret per se, uh, but I didn't, I didn't take the action. If I double down on wholesale, I could have made a few more million. That's what mm. I would think. That's That was my, I mean, that is still my hypothesis, but I didn't take the leap mm. during that. Yeah, because sometimes the opportunity is not always there. Same like bubble tea, right? You have to follow the trend. Yeah. The trend might not be there forever.
0: That's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you will never know, uh. But I think one thing too is that don't simply think about quitting your job. Mm. Uh, if you think you want to do that, do that when you're young. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't do that when you're much later. Yeah. yeah. The pressure is gonna be very, very, very high. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, this one is there any reason that I should feel how is it working a corporate job? Is there any personal growth that I'll get?
1: Ah. Oh, uh, okay. Let so me see. You asking that whether I should jump straight into a corporate job to learn or is it start... I suppose
0: so. I think we can uh, go from that angle where yeah. is there any personal growth if you're working for a corporate?
1: At the end of the day, it's about what you have to ask yourself what do you want to learn out of whatever that you're doing. The reason why I stayed in corporate or was long enough in corporate because I I choose to believe that I still have a lot of space to learn yeah and that was the only reason that was holding me back uh from jumping into business full time uh then until I talked to a lot of mentors and then they told me that hey you know you you learn you learn things fast, you learn things from books and all probably the the only thing that you can learn not only lah, but I would say that they say the main thing is about how to manage politics, how to manage people because you don't get the chance like as a startup, you don't get the chance to present to the c e o yeah like at a super junior level. That's right. But I got that opportunity. That's and right. that helped me with a lot of my business deals also because yeah. eventually I meet people like the CEO of Secret Recipe and CEOs of different, different companies because I got to get the deal. And mm. that helped me gain a lot of confidence because I know I'm more prepared on what to expect mm, instead mm. of going inside, uh, inside blindly because when you run a business, you cannot make any mistakes. That's right. Every mistake you make is going to cost you a lot of money. But when you work in corporate, you can make the, as many mistakes and you, as you can, but still get paid yes. a full salary. That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. So ask yourself, what 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 do you want to learn, actually?
0: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, personal growth is everywhere in the world. Yeah, it all comes down to yourself. If you understand yourself, you know what you want, you can always grow. Yeah. Now, uh, I think this is a very good one. Um, mm. I'm comfortable in my job, but my growth is too little. Right. And my concern is to have to learn everything all again if I move to another company with a higher pay. Question is, should I stay or should I jump ship? Oh, I think that's a very common problem that many people face, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do you think?
1: So I think my question to you is, what makes you think that you won't learn in uh, another company with higher pay? Yeah, because is that a preconceived idea in your head that, that says that, hey, you know, if I go to this new role, uh, I won't learn because there are probably other skills that you can learn we are always learning always have a growth mindset i think the fact that when we come up with a conclusion that we probably won't learn is then we have a very limiting mindset already mm. because i always go in with an open mind like even from my students i believe that i can learn from them they can teach me different things like let's say the the they are the tiktok generation right and i believe that tiktok is the crazy marketing tool right now yeah and they are teaching me all. Oh, they're telling me about all these different trends. So always go in with an open mind. Yes. But I mean, uh, yeah, just go in with an open mind. If opportunity, I think with a higher pay, definitely is a no-brainer to go. But you have to weigh out your options. Like why do you even want to stay in your job if the growth is too little as compared to a higher, what is it? Uh, higher pay job but you think that the growth uh might not be eh? I'm, uh, or learning all again, <laughs> yeah, learning everything all again is better eh? <laughs> right i I don't know, i I just try to understand the, the question yeah, well. I guess
0: uh the 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 point is that uh I think sometimes the security of it right um, yeah, yeah, probably the yeah, security. like 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 you go move the place and then you realize that oh shit, you know I now I. I mean I'm out of my comfort zone. Ah. And and just at the same time today we were having a session talking about comfort zone. we were yeah. talking about uh how how if you want to grow you have to change. Yeah. But yeah. if let's say you 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 are you don't want change, you are likely not gonna grow. Yeah. Right?
1: Seek, seek discomfort. Uh. Yeah, yeah, seek discomfort. Because
0: yeah. growth is in areas of discomfort. Correct. It's always out of comfort zone. Yes. Now uh I would say personally, if you care about growth then go, Yeah, but if you don't care about growth, then stay. Mm. But remember this thing, if you stay and you're not growing, if market is going to be bad, Mm. you may be the one that they're going to cut you off your job. Correct. Right. So you are breeding your own insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, there are quite some, we are getting even more and more questions, but I don't think we can answer everything. Uh, We're going to pick one or two. Uh, We'll leave this as as or, the last
1: thing right yeah or you uh, can just drop me a message yeah you, yeah i i think le- there was this guy who messaged me in the morning <laughs> kind of but i i don't know if i address he yeah, was asking about like some side hustle and having a partner. I, but I'll probably personally message him.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can always personally message uh, Ivan or you can message us on uh, Mr. Money TV. Yeah. And we are also an- going to have another session on uh, Thursday. It's a Ask Me Anything. Yeah, uh, so do right there in our Instagram there. We'll collect your questions and we'll try to answer on uh, Thursday as well. Yeah. Now, I think one of the things that I want to answer is this, right? I think many people are facing this. I want mm. to build a business, but I just don't have a good idea to start with. I don't know what I want to do, but I want to do something. I think many people <laughs> are like that. That's the truth, right? Many uh. people keep telling me, one day I want to start a business. In fact, almost every single one that I interview and talk to, uh, they mm. always come to me uh, and tell me one thing. I ask them, what, because this? Is the first question that I ask anyone, then. Uh. what do you actually want? Uh. They'll tell me, I want to start a business. Yep. Or tell me, what kind of business? They mm. always say, I don't know. Uh. So what do you want? Okay. I don't know what I want. Uh-huh. I only know I want to start a business one day. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them, so you don't know what you want? Lah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, So there are many people who are like that. What do you think? Any advice for people like that? Ivan?
1: Yeah. I think don't come with the idea of wanting to start a business. Ask the question, what problem do you want to solve? Yeah. What, what is this deep problem that is you know, the world is facing, or you know that you're interested in, that you want to solve. Before you even even think about building a business, because I can tell you, building a business is not glamorous at all. Running a startup is not glamorous (laughs) at all. In fact, maybe staying in corporate, getting a a high paying salary, climbing up the ladder might be more secure than starting a startup. Yes, that's right. The statistics, if you see the, the, the number of startups that fail, is just scary. Yes. Yeah, and it's, it it takes it takes a toll on your mental health also Oh yes. Yeah. So number one is to really ask yourself, what is the problem that you want to solve, instead of uh yeah if I don't have a good idea, that means you don't you don't know what's the problem that you want to solve So you have to be very very clear mm-hmm. that this is a deep desire for you, that you want to solve this problem. Never let money be the main motivation also. Yes, it can be one of the factors, but not the main motivation. Those are my thoughts. Lah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very good one. Yeah, mm. and I totally agree with Ivan. Uh, if you do not know what you want to start, then I think, just like what Ivan say, ask yourself this question what is that one problem you want to solve? Yeah, uh, it doesn't need to be a very big problem. Yeah, yeah, it, it can be just a very, very normal problem. Correct. Like, I mean, I started Mr. Money TV because I thought to myself, why every time if I want to buy anyone, need to buy a financial product, you must meet an agent. Mm. Me? If mm. you want to buy insurance, you must meet an agent. Mm. Why can't I get information online? Correct. It, it was as simple as that. And that got me started posting things online. Mm. Yeah, it was really as simple as that. So you have to look around yourself. Just go through your daily life. Yeah. Think about what is it that if you solve, you will be happier. Yep. And once you find that, then only the next step comes where is that a business model? Is that yeah. what? Yeah, but ask yourself that question first, no? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Constantly ask yourself that question every day. Sometimes you might start the business, or so then after that you may think that, hey, it's not really a problem that I want mm. to solve. Then yeah, you you might let go of that idea. That's also. right. Yeah. yeah. So always think about problems that you want to solve because if there's no problem, then there's nothing to solve. There's no business to build. Or so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah. And and having said that, I think one of the things is hang out with the right people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a good question. Keep seeking, keep questioning. Uh yeah, don't don't just stay in wherever you are. You, you might be finding you might find a problem when you are working for someone or so. Mm. It's not always starting a business. Yes. The right that's answer. right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, um uh, before we go, let us answer this last question is also the last thing, right? Uh, I thought it was very good. It was a very good conclusion kind of thing, right? Yeah. To put it for the night. What is the number one advice that you would give to younger corporate working self, and to those who are still in the corporate world? I think uh, I would like to phrase this question in that manner where. What is the one advice that you give to people, with a single, single income, from employment?
1: Mm. Yeah. What is that one advice you would love to give to uh. them? Mm. I assume most people probably hear is from corporate also or yeah right
0: employment yeah
1: I think always grow uh, always seek growth because everyday I ask myself before work last time when I was working in in the bank I take MRT and I listen to my podcast and I read my book and I ask what is one thing that I want to learn today uh, it was never so much about the money, even though the money, yes, it was a motivating factor for me to go to work. Mm. But I always ask myself, like, what can I learn today? Uh, so, always, if if I, sorry, maybe I might know a bit already. No, but, but that is good, that is good. I think that's good in the advice, uh, yeah, Uh advice to anyone. Always ask yourself, like, how how can I grow in this setting? Don't sell your soul to the company, uh, that's one thing yeah. also. Yeah, because no one's going to die for you, right? Yeah. You're gonna if you're gonna work some for someone and you're gonna throw your entire life away for mm. in in the corporate world, then maybe you start, start questioning yourself, like, why why am I doing this every day? something that I don't enjoy. That's right. Uh, but if you enjoy your corporate world, that's a plus benefit. Yeah. Because to be honest, I enjoyed my corporate my corporate mm. life. I didn't hate my corporate life because I had so much. I went in with the intention of growing. Yeah. Yeah. But will I achieve my own personal financial goals? I don't think so. Mm. And that, that is only why I took the leap of running my own business because creating your own income is unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. So even though the topic is double your income, in fact, you can ten x your income right now. Also. Yeah. Right. Uh. That's probably another day. <laughs> a topic for <laughs> another day. I think we didn't really address. But if you would like to talk to you know have a Yamcha session or something, you go, you feel like you got a good business idea. I think we are always here to to seek opportunities. Also, because I'm an opportunist.
0: Mm, right. Mm. If
1: my money can grow somewhere, I would invest in it. That's yeah. Yeah. So. If you have a good business idea uh, while you're still in corporate and think that, hey, you know, whether it work or not. Bounce, can, can b- always bounce off the ideas with, with us. Send us an email or drop us a DM on, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we will be more than happy to, to see business ideas. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So basically, I, I totally agree with Ivan. Uh, at the end of the day, you may hear it and you may say like, hey, what is it got to do with doubling your income? But I always think this this thing is this. If you want to double your income, you gotta double the value that you can provide mm. to the people around you, to the community around you. At mm. the moment you can double that value, yeah. your income will come along the way. In yeah. fact, money is a byproduct of the value that you can bring to the table. Yeah. Right? It's just a simple byproduct and yeah. it's gonna be there. Yeah. You just need to be able to bring the value. Right. And if let's say today you think that you have any um great ideas that you would love to share with us and you uh you you are looking for an investor or whatnot or you want to validate your idea just to see like, hey, is there any problem with my idea or do you think this will work? You know, mm. uh, do send us a DM, you know, uh, you can, like, what is it? Slide into my DMs. Slide right? into my DMs. <laughs> uh, nah, I,
1: can... I, I, I get more excited if business <laughs> rather than girls messaging. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> so, i yeah, so yeah. Both also get me excited. Lah, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm uh, okay. still uh, you, you still single, uh, <laughs> right? Still single, single right? Ah, uh,
0: so you see, we have a single man here. Uh, <laughs> um still uh, available, yeah. Uh if that that could be your shortcut to success
1: as well. Yeah, uh, just slide into my DMs. <laughs> like, anyway, a pretty girl with a great business idea. <laughs> That's okay, like, I went a bit too far. <laughs> like. Sorry. Okay, uh. okay. <laughs> so
0: yeah, let's go back to the <laughs> thing.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the point is, if you have any great ideas, you would love to uh, talk to Ivan or talk to me. Just contact us. We yeah. are always available to talk to you on that. Right. So that's all about it for tonight. We hope that you will be able to double your income next year in the coming 2021. Uh, and definitely the easiest way is just start thinking about what are you good at doing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, put that into practice, monetize it. Yeah. So that's all for me. Ivan, anything else you want to add on or last words for anyone? Than pretty girls.
1: <laughs> yeah. nah, I, I think, yeah, to double your income, the more you learn, the more you earn, also. Yep. And I think whatever the mind can believe and perceive, then that's what you can achieve, also. So it always, always starts with, with the thoughts first. Before, if you want to double your income, don't come with a limiting mindset and say, wow, very hard, la. You know, I got now my, my income is 5000 How to make it 10000 mm. overnight? the the world if i could do it i think anyone also can because i didn't come with the privilege of you know having an ivy league education or whatever that's i just right. everyone is is on fair ground we ha- all have access to the internet right now mm. so keep on learning never limit yourself and dream big lah, then yep. then just take action
0: that's right yeah and that's all about it thank you very much and thank you ivan for joining us tonight thank you for see you guys me. While we can't control our salary, we can always control our income. It is especially important for us to learn how to generate income beyond just salary from employment. Pick up a skill, act on your ideas, don't just depend on job security, build your income security. If you would like to share your opinion with us, do reach out to us on our Facebook or Instagram.